0: Welcome back to episode three of Davis Speaks. We are celebrating the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. this week, so I thought it appropriate to draw inspiration from his letter from Birmingham Jail. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. Those powerful words, along with the courage to take decisive action, are a good reason to celebrate. This week, we'll be taking a closer look at the words of another powerful speaker, Patrick Henry. Let's first review some key terms from this week. A rhetorical question is a question to which no answer is expected. Rhetorical questions are helpful when leading your audience to an important conclusion without telling them what they should think. An antithesis expresses contrasting ideas in a parallel structure to dramatize a point like when Henry says, give me liberty or give me death. Repetition is simply repeating the exact words to emphasize a key idea. Parallelism uses a repeated grammatical structure to connect ideas. Henry emphasizes verbs illustrating the efforts of the colonists in parallel structure when he says, we have petitioned, we have remonstrated, we have supplicated, we have prostrated ourselves before the throne. At the heart of Henry's argument is the way he uses these rhetorical devices to force his audience to reconsider their view of peace and reconciliation with a hostile government. We have talked about the relationship between concession and claim in the opening of an argument. Before we can assert our point of view in a claim, we must first consider the opposing point of view of our audience. This statement of concession shows empathy for the opposition and lets them know we have considered their side of things. As Henry states, it's not so much about winning as it is about the freedom of the debate. Patrick Henry concedes that different men often see the same subject in different lights. He then moves forward with his position by saying, I consider it as nothing less than a question of freedom or slavery. Obviously, freedom is the only real choice in his claim. He effectively sidestepped dividing his audience with the question of peace and war and united his audience behind a shared value. One of the primary arguments of the opposition of Henry's speech is the hope for peace. Usually, optimism is a source of inspiration, but Henry characterizes it as one of the great danger. He characterizes the king in a negative, immoral, almost evil light. Words such as insidious, subjugation, and tyrannical make him appear untrustworthy in the eyes of the colonists. Why should they negotiate with such a devil? Henry also incorporates rhetorical questions to expose the illusions of hope. Has Great Britain any enemy in this quarter of the world to call for all this accumulation of navies and armies? They are meant for us. They can be meant for no other. They are sent over to bind and rivet upon us those chains which the British ministry have been so long forging. One of the biggest obstacles Henry faced is a sense that now was not the right time to declare a war for independence. It is certainly understandable that colonists were not willing to commit treason against their own country, and they were fearful that a makeshift continental army stood little chance of earning victory against the British. Henry asks, but when shall we be stronger? Will it be when we are totally disarmed, and when a British guard shall be stationed in every house? Shall we acquire the means of effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusive phantom of hope until our enemies shall have bound us hand and foot? How can you deny Henry's logic? There may never be the perfect time to declare war, but surely the window of opportunity is closing. So where do Patrick Henry and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. intersect? They were both men who recognized that opportunity demands action. There is never the perfect time. Risk is always part of the formula, and courage is certainly required. Both men inspire us to recognize the opportunities that lay before us and demonstrate the conviction to pursue our beliefs despite the risks. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you next week.